Welcome to Killing Me Softly, The Lighter Side of Wellness, the podcast that sprinkles reality on your kill salad of life. I am your host, Amanda Hansen, certified nutrition coach and owner of Ignite Nutrition and Fitness here in Twin Falls, Idaho. I help people from all walks of life better understand nutrition and how it relates to personal, mental, and physical health. Killing Me Softly, where we take the hell out of healthy living and we put the fun back into functional fitness. Today, we are going to be diving into the topic of hydration. I and I have two guests with me today. I have my producer, Zach. Zach, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Always happy to be here and bring my tangents with me. Yeah, you know, we appreciate those. <laughs> and then I have my husband, Isaiah, with me as well today. Isaiah, behave yourself today. Always, you know, always on my best behavior. <laughs> Doubtful. So <laughs> to just kind of glide into the topic of hydration, this is something that I hear quite a bit. I talk to clients about it a lot. So I thought that this would be a great thing to go a little bit deeper into. But one of a common misconception is that we need to be drinking a gallon of water a day. Is that does that sound about like what everybody always says as far That's, as yeah. common myth? The common myth is a gallon of water a day. And the reality of it is there is no way to give anybody a definite number of amount of water that they should be drinking in a, in, in a 24-hour period. Your hydration needs are going to change day by day depending on what you're, you're doing, your activity levels, the temperature of your body, the temperature of the rooms that you're in. So many things can contribute to how much water we need. So... To just, you know, start this episode off with the most tangible piece of advice is you should do your own kind of research study on your body and your needs and start with a day where it's a pretty typical day. So you're not, you know, working out heavy. You're not, you know, doing a bunch of yard work, just kind of your typical sitting around the office or the house day and start with 60 ounces of water. You're going to look at the color of your urine the next morning. The next mm. morning, your urine should be the color of light lemonade if you were hydrated the day prior. So if you can find your baseline hydration, then you can start to add in ounces of water that you would add if you're working out hard or you're out in the sun, whatever that looks like. So mm. the is gallon... It, is it really that delayed by, by a day? Yes. Yeah. It's, really? You should be going off of that first morning pee because you think about it at night and I don't know, I don't think we've done an episode about REM sleep yet, but I've brought it up mm -hmm. in the past is at night when you go into REM sleep, that's when your body goes into repair mode. And so it's going to help, you know, for lack of not using buzzwords, but it's going to help flush out toxins that you have in your body. It's going, you're going to be rebuilding cells at that point, rebuilding tissue and hydration during that cycle is just as important as, as nutrition is. And so you want to see if you got to the end of your day with that amount of hydration, were you able to go through that rebuilding phase during sleep and have enough fluid um, to do so? And if your urine is really dark in the morning, you were not hydrated enough the day prior you know, hmm. to kind of have your reset cycle. Right, 100%. So a little trick that I do that I'll tell my clients is I will have them drink a glass of water right before bed. Now, this is dangerous because you'll probably get up <laughs> in the middle of the night and have to go pee a lot. 
at first. <laughs> but I've been doing this kind of this trick for a while now, and I'll mix a liquid IV in there, and I'm sure we'll touch on that here after a bit. But that just retains more water in your body. And when I wake up the next morning, I feel very hydrated because you got to sleep. You're not doing anything, so that water gets to the places it needs to be. And hydrate your muscles, and you feel a lot better. You're not as stiff when you wake up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a cool little trick, but like I said, especially at first when you do it, uh, there's a 2 a.m. cycle that you'll go through where you wake up and you know, you'll know you see some clear pee going to the bathroom. <laughs> so it, when you do that, though, is your urine first thing in the morning clear? It's light. So the the 2 a.m. one's pretty clear, <clears throat> and then by the time I get to the morning, everything settles, mm-hmm. and it's that light lemonade I think hmm. something I also hear too is like that our urine should be clear all day. And <clears throat> I would say, not right, right. No, no, your <laughs> urine shouldn't be that's... clear all day. That's too much water. And you can most definitely drink too much water. So, somebody my size, if somebody were to give me the um, method of drinking a gallon of water a day, that's too much for for me. Now, I have clients who are, you know, like 250 pounds, six foot four, a gallon of water for them is probably a baseline. Mm -hmm. So you can't go by that. And another thing to kind of keep in mind is that gallon of water a day, that number that gets thrown out there to us, that includes the the water that we get through food. There's no Mm -hmm. way to track that. There is no way for you to know how much water you're getting through through food. So the, your best baseline is the color of your pee. You know, like mm. you need to be checking your pee every time you go. You obviously, you're, you know, cloudy, dark, um, little floaties in your pee. Like those are things to obviously to avoid. at that point. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how frothy. How- yeah. <laughs> I, wish, I wish other bodily functions had the clear communication signals that, that urine <laughs> that, that, does. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, that would make things a lot easier. I don't know. We could do a whole episode on poop because poop <laughs> as well will definitely signal health and, you know, but that, that's, that topic is, is you'll go down a rabbit hole real quick. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of my most favorite topics. So we're going to stay away from that one right now. But going back to too much hydration, I see it a lot. I see people, automatically when I ask them how much water they're drinking in a day, it's like just this regurgitated information. Oh, I drink a gallon of water a day. Fantastic. But if you've noticed, if you're somebody who's drank a gallon of water a day or that was, that's been a goal and you stuck with it for, you know, any amount of time, you'll notice that you feel more thirsty during that. And you're drinking a ton of water. And the reason why is most likely you're flushing electrolytes out. So you're flushing sodium, you're flushing potassium, all the things that you need. Electrolytes are a are just minerals that help. I I always go to cartoons in my little head. So you think mm-hmm. of, of minerals as either positively or negatively charged. They're going to float around the outside of a cell. And you're going to want equal amounts of that push and pull happening like magnets inside of the cell. And if you are drinking too much water, let's say you flush all your hydration or you flush all your electrolytes. So maybe your sodium's really low. Now you have an excess of potassium. The goal is to have a level amount of your electrolytes at all times. You can have way too much sodium. People who eat, you know, lots of processed foods, lots of, lots of restaurant foods, 
and have all the added salt in their diet, they're going to have too much sodium, which will make you retain water. So you can see how this can get kind of so messy. It's funny you say that. Back in my military days, I remember uh, basic training especially, they would make us pound water throughout the day just because they had a lot of heat exhaustion that happened. And we're in Kentucky, mind you, so it's very humid, very hot. This is in the middle of summer. Anyway, so they had all of us soldiers drinking water constantly. And whenever we had breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they make us salt our food uh, a lot so mm-hmm. we can retain the water because mm-hmm. heat exhaustion was the number one thing that would drop us out there. Anyway, I'm not saying that's the go-to or yeah, <laughs> it's option. Not. <laughs> but, but when you're doing everything in, in mass quantities like that, just pushing people through and getting through the training, that's what you do, and you retain that water. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, yeah, like you said, the salt definitely does help retain it. Yes, and and something as well is we see a lot of water. So let's take this back a little bit. The types of water that you're consuming outside of electrolyte water, so those are your Gatorades and Powerades, really does actually matter. So in the realm of water... There is, you have processed water and you have natural water. So our processed waters are going to be a lot of our bottled water, a lot of our purified waters. And what those are is that's just water. Most of the time it's just city tap water somewhere in Chicago, probably that (laughs) they've tapped into, you know, the, the city supply and then they filtered out the water. So they remove any contaminants such as like, trace amounts of lead or chlorine to it. And that's what you're buying when you buy purified water. When they've done that, they've also removed natural occurring electrolytes, such as potassium and sodium and magnesium, all the things that are naturally occurring Mm -hmm. in water. So you're not going to get as hydrated when you're drinking purified water as you will if you drink water. And this is an important detail. If you're going to buy bottled water, Look for water that is bottled at the source. You don't want to buy water that has electrolytes added for taste or the pH balanced waters. I've seen Uh, the taste thing a lot. Yes. On bottles. So all that is 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 just purified water, filtered water with electrolytes re-added to it. You're going to be better served buying, if you're going to buy water, Buying water that has naturally occurring elements in it. If you look at the back of a bottle for bottled water, it'll say TD, let's see, total dissolved solids, TDS. So it'll show on there what the TDS of the water is. That just means the total dissolved solids. And it will show, I wish I had a bottle here. Fiji water is a good brand. It'll show how much potassium, magnesium, silica, It'll it'll break it down, but that is what those elements are actually what helps your bottle body use the water appropriately. So drinking massive amounts of filtered water, you could be flushing out electrolytes as well. This is not a fear mongering thing of like nobody should be drinking purified water. It's literally just to to say like, let's say you really are dehydrated. You, you tied one on the night before. You're, you're, you know, really trying to replenish that water. You've had the flu. You'd be better served on buying the more bougie types of water. 
they're going to provide more hydration than just doing. Yeah, I was going to piggyback on that too. So Fiji, I think it's no secret, is pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. You go in the store, you're going to you're going to pay the price for it. However, if you look at it this way, where like you just said, the pr- the filtered water, if you're buying two of those compared to one Fiji, that Fiji is going to actually do more for you, mm-hmm. keep you hydrated longer. So you might as well go ahead and opt for that one. Yes. And chances are you're actually going to pee less because you're not drinking as much water. It's just not just going to yeah, go through gonna you. Yeah, it's not going to just go through you. Exactly. It's going to the appropriate places yep. and you're going to function a lot better because of it. Some brands that are really good are and more affordable is Arrowhead would be a very affordable brand that is bottled at the source. Again, when you look at a label, you want to, you want to show that it's bottled at the source. Liquid Death is another good brand. And that would probably be even a step up because they don't bottle their water in plastic. It's in aluminum cans. And a tall boy. Yeah, it looks like a tall boy. <laughs> it looks like you're drinking alcohol. That's the only reason why like I don't buy more of it is because there has been one situation <laughs> where I had bought some liquid death water and I had one sitting on my desk and my friend Jess came in the office and I wasn't in, I had just stepped out <laughs> and she had a mini meltdown thinking that I had relapsed uh, and no. that there was a beer can on so my yeah, desk. Things got bad in here. <laughs> and then she just like, she finally looked at it and saw that it said spring water. But so <laughs> I, I refrain from drinking a lot of liquid death products because I don't want clients to walk in my office and think that I'm, you know, <laughs> tipping one back, but you know, it's, it's actually kind of weird to drink out of that. Have you ever had a liquid death? Mm-hmm. So drinking water out of a can yeah. is, it's, it's mind boggling. I think you're like, your brain is expecting something. Ex- yeah. Expecting. Yeah. Like 100%. the first time I had bought one, which was funny, I was at a truck stop on the highway and I'm like, this looks like I'm drinking while I'm, yeah, <laughs> while I'm <does>. driving. <laughs> yeah. And I got, I got a normal one and a sparkling one. And the sparkling one was almost worse because it felt like I bought like a defective product. Yeah. Uh-huh. My brain is like, there should be like monster or something because right. the size of the can I'm like my brain is like this monster because I used Funny to get I used to get white yeah. monsters all the time and I, I hate them now but that's what my brain was expecting and I'm like this is it's it's yep. not, not like right you. Yep. It's it not is right. weird I to, I usually if you know if I do drink them now I pour them in my my Stanley cup I call them my white girl cups <laughs> um, because it is weird drinking it out of a can the other brands to get is there's one that's made here in Idaho actually proud source I had it at the I've first seen, time. I've seen their trucks around. And it's in an aluminum bottle. Mm-hmm. So really? again, I if we're going to talk about the whole spectrum of health, it drinking things out of plastic, and I don't want to become this person of like, it's killing the fish. But the reality is, is like, if we can reduce our, our plastic use, that would be fantastic. So if you can opt for aluminum products when buying water, that's, that's you know, a step ahead. But Proud Source is bottled out of Mackie, I believe. And it's actually really good. Mm. I never thought I would be able to tell the difference between water, mm-hmm. but I can now. I have yet to try that. I wouldn't mind trying it out of the, their bottles, too. So they going at, back to... Oh, go ahead. Oh, they sell them at Maverick here locally. I know that's okay. one of their distributors. And the same with and Walmart as a distributor. Okay, yeah, I definitely need to check those out. Going back to the, the container part, though, that's something I wanted to bring up and how you drink your water. And it's going to make a big difference. So you say your white girl cup. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> so I have, I guess, essentially a white girl cup and I put it in my truck, my work truck, and it has a straw. It's a Stanley cup. So for and, people who are just hearing this, what I'm referring to when I say 
the white girl cup is these <laughs> the the fad the Stanley tape. forty ounce cups with yeah. the straws and the handle. They fit in your cup holder. That's that's an important key element of a white girl cup. But keep seeing them on TikTok that they like keep ice frozen in there for like yeah. A really I, long I guess time. I should refer to it as the basic white girl cup. It's <laughs> it's you know just a little joke, but but yeah, no, it's very effective. It works pretty good. I notice I drink my water consumption went through the roof since I just had that cup right there, and I have a gallon of water in my truck, and so I'll just fill up my my mm-hmm. Stanley cup, and then when I'm driving down the road, I take the handle, sip, sip and cruise. The legal way. There is actually <laughs> research. I don't want to say like studies. I don't think anyone spent millions of dollars on 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 this research, but that you will drink more water. You'll drink more fluid out of a straw than you will, you know, out of a bottle or a cup. And I know that 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 is so true for me because mm-hmm. the maybe this is my millennial brain, and if I have <laughs> to take my eyes off of doing whatever I'm doing or stop what I'm doing so I can tip my head back to take a drink of water, I would probably die of thirst. (laughs) So the fact that I can just sip out of a straw, it makes all the difference. I tell people this sometimes, and I usually it's my male clients that do not believe me when I say, go get yourself a cup with a handle and a straw, and you will drink more water. It's mind-blowing, but it's so true. So You can really down. Absolutely. Like, I got to even... One even bigger than that. Whenever I drink out of it, mm-hmm. I'm shocked how quickly I go through it. Because I'm like, if I was drinking this from like the actual opening on it, no way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, no way. It's funny how it works. It's yeah, just, uh, it's all psychedelic. You yep. know? Yeah, you mean psych- psychological? Psychological. <laughs> it's all psychedelic. <laughs> oh, you went to mushrooms there. <laughs> Something about those straws. What are they doing to us, man? <laughs> What's in the straw? Oh, good. We're not Society's kind of like a straw, this. man. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say when I was in college, this, the whole you've been saying gallon over and over again, and I, there was people that were in my classes that it was the gym bros, and they had a physical, like they took a a oh, milk yeah. jug of water to class every day, yeah. and they would like, like an old timey like moonshine redneck, they'd pop it like that, uh-huh. tip it back yeah. on on their arm, and I'm like. Yep. You guys look so I, weird. I think <laughs> that there still is that in the gym bro world. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They, they bring do you their... Still, do you still people bring in gallon drugs in, in the gym? So not not the gym that I go to. Every once in a while, you get the bro gyms that mm-hmm. got string, string tank tops and mm-hmm. oh, man. gallons of water. I, in, in college, there was they had, the, they had the jugs. They had their little Tupperware of... Unseasoned chicken and unseasoned uh-huh. rice. Yeah, yep. <laughs> there you go. Jug, pound it down. Yeah, <laughs> keep, keep it simple and yeah. keep it shredded. I don't They're know like... how people can live that life. I mean, more power to you. That takes a lot of discipline, but it's just not it's not the life for me. It's not the life <laughs> I, that I want to teach anybody how to live. I, feel I just like want to know why they don't season the chicken or <laughs> the rice. See, you can put spices okay, on it. It's not going to ruin it. Yeah, because yeah. I I'm in this industry and I still don't understand why would you not season the chicken? Season why the chicken. isn't it all? I mean, I guess are they worried about the sodium? Are they worried about like the added there's, there's sugars herbs and that so, yeah, there's like, herbs that have mm-hmm. would cause zero problems i'm telling you i, and just I make just, it a little more bearable 100 percent. yes and here's the other part chicken breast 
chicken breast is dry. It's not very good. You can make it good, and depending on how you cook it as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Typically, if you're in your mid your mid to early twenties, you're not cooking chicken breast very good. No, you're just getting no. it dried out and throwing it down and chasing so it with some water. I, I hate cooking chicken because I always work. <laughs> I always like cut it open. Like, is it ready? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I get paranoid about it, so, so I, I end up like doing, overcooking it. Yep, and that's that's I'm the same way. It's like I want yeah. my food cooked. Right, and then you kind of you kind of go on that living life on the edge when you undercook it, but <laughs> right. it's better. Anyway, so I get thighs now, and not all the time, but like we just had mm-hmm. chicken thighs, and you're splitting hairs essentially. It's still good protein, mm-hmm. it tastes a lot better. It's juicier, and yep. you don't have to worry about overcooking it unless you're just you know the fat's a little higher. It you know 100 percent yeah, so it's but, higher, but it's not going to be like I said. You're essentially splitting hairs at that point. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend eating thighs. Every night. <laughs> Speaking of seasoning bland things, we can bring this back to water. Yeah, let's uh, say we gotta season this back to water. There are we've we've talked about it like personally between the two of us before, but the TikTok trend of water talk. Oh, water talk. And there there's a exists a subculture of people that they have a lot of Stanley Cups too. Mm-hmm. But they fill them with water and then they have an entire smorgasbord of syrups they have like an entire oh. warehouse of syrups and yeah. powders and you're not okay hold it's, it's like neon colors by the time they're because done. i actually when we decided to do a hydration i'm like all right these are the things that i need to touch on of like mm-hmm. your source of water matters so you know to sum it up get the more natural source if 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 you're super dehydrated that's great the second thing i wanted to touch on is Stuff, I'll call it stuff like that. <laughs> Does it count towards your hydration? Right. Yes. But for every 100 milligrams of caffeine that you consume, so that's your basic cup of coffee, you need an additional eight ounces of water with no, you know, flavorings in it. We're just talking true hydration mm-hmm. to flush out the impact that that caffeine has on the body. So caffeine makes your kidneys run faster to try to filter out the tox- the toxins that it assumes that it is. Mm-hmm. So let's say I drink 12 ounces of Pepsi and it has 100 milligrams of caffeine. I'm going to put myself into a hydration deficit because of it. So my kidneys are going to pull water from other parts of my body to try to filter out that 12 ounces of Pepsi that I just consumed. So if you think about it, if you're constantly drinking that flavored stuff, and mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff they, they have on Water Talk has caffeine in it, right? and that's all you're drinking, you're putting yourself into a hydration deficit. There's nothing wrong with drinking Pepsi. There's nothing wrong with drinking caffeine or those Water Talks. Like, yeah. I get it. In, get in moderation. In, right. But... There's a part of this one that wants to be like, come on, people, learn how to just drink water. Not everything we consume needs to be an entertainment value right. to it. So, uh, yeah, and to piggyback on that coffee, I think everybody drinks coffee for the most part. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that would be, I think you'll notice that you'll you'll pee a lot when you drink coffee. And any caffeine, caffeine's going to make you pee a lot. Like you said, it's releasing all the, that stuff out of your kidneys and trying to get it to pass your body. So that's why you have to rehydrate yourself and keep that water flow coming. Mm-hmm. It's a diuretic. Yeah. And so therefore, like whenever I drink coffee in the morning, I try to keep it to one cup anymore. 
sometimes, you know, I'm just in the coffee drinking mood. I, and I don't know how people do more than one. I, <laughs> I, I barely finish you, one cup. I yeah. can't do it. I get yep. one and that's cup good in, and then like it's that. like when yeah. I get to that second cup, it's ugh. So I really enjoy coffee. I like the taste. I just, you know, I, I do like to drink it. So there's times mm-hmm. where I'll drink three to five cups in the morning. I'll just sit there and pound some coffee down. Goodness. You know? Wow. And don't judge me. <laughs> you are, you that's a be, lot of water but i do notice by the time you're done yeah yeah there's a good caffeine buzz and a lot of urine that's coming out yes so i have to really rehydrate and get that water back in me because mm-hmm. i'll start to get dry mouth and i can definitely tell my body is dried out the other side of that is or not really the other side but a parallel is like a rock star so when i'm in my season you know i get working hard Leaving a lot of energy, and I need that little boost, or I think I do anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'll pound a rock star or a Celsius, and same thing. You know, I have to drink a lot of water with it because, especially in the summer months, it's getting hot out there. I'm sweating a lot, and if I'm not re- replenishing my body with something to hydrate, hydrate my organs, mm-hmm. then I feel depleted, and I actually it does me no service at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm a lot tired by the end of the day. Yeah. Yep, you start to. There's really not a whole lot of crash with Celsius, but I do start to feel a crash if I don't stay hydrated. And that's just my body shutting down because it has no liquid mm. going to all of the places it needs to go. I feel like all energy drinks are the same. And I don't like the 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 common misconception, you know, like that Celsius is a healthy energy drink because it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. You There's, know, it's, yeah it's it maybe has different chemicals <laughs> in it than like right. something like Monster. But <clears throat> the reality of it is it's just it's. It's not healthy. It's not. Ultimately, we should be getting our energy from food. Yes. You know, good, wholesome. Well, I, I think the I think the energy drink with the most caffeine in it is Bang, I think. So I used to drink a lot of Bang, and that stuff messed me up. And it, it messed with my blood sugars big Doesn't time. Doesn't it have CoQ10 in it? Yes. Yeah. It has CoQ10 in it. And that it used to be kind of like the gym you know, fad mm-hmm. there for a while, especially when I first started going to the gym a lot. So, and it had, they have all the, you know, a bunch yeah. of different flavors. Got 300 milligrams of caffeine. 300 milligrams of caffeine in a bang. Oh my goodness. And then Celsius, <laughs> Celsius has 200. Uh, Red Bulls have 80, which that's kind of surprising. But mm-hmm. I, I know someone that bang is their go-to. Mm. Yeah. Like two to five a day that they're Ooh, drinking. Yeah. yeah. So I'm that's, like, you know, like doing the math. I don't even want to. <clears throat> you, you're doubling the amount of water that you need by drinking right. things like that. And I will tell you as as my own personal experience as somebody who lived off of energy drinks right before I decided to get into my little health and wellness journey. When I stopped drinking the excessive caffeine and I started drinking more water, not adding a bunch of stuff to it, just drinking more water and eating a little bit better, you don't know what energy is until you experience what true energy oh, is. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's like, it's pure, wholesome energy. You feel good. And right. you sleep better exactly. because of it. And to me, energy drinks, I hate that feeling I get from energy drinks. And I used to be like... I remember when Isaiah met me, like if you looked at the, in the back of my SUV, it literally was nothing but five energy, five hour energy shots, empty bottles. Cause I take a no. shot, throw it in the back seat. I would probably consume like three or four of those a day plus multiple Red Bulls and not to exaggerate. So I think I would say on average minimum, I was drinking three 12 ounces, 
12 ounce cans of Red Bulls mm. plus those energy shots. On bad days, I would drink up to like five or six Red Bulls a day. Wow. So somebody who definitely has had my, <laughs> you know, my experience with energy yeah. drinks, uh-huh. that is nowhere close to what energy is as you feel when you're hydrated. So when you're drinking wow. that much energy or soda or whatever it is you're drinking, you're you're robbing yourself the chance of drinking more water and getting your hydration. Yeah, you'll never so keep if, up on your hydration exactly. with so that Exactly. So if amount. you start your day off by drinking water and you have a goal, so from anywhere from 8 to 12, like you have to drink X amount of water. And you can keep it small at first and kind of work your way into it. Say you want to just drink 28 ounces of water anywhere from 8 to noon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. not a lot of water, but it's enough to get you going for that way. You can start to get those, those water levels you need by the end of the day. And when you're thinking about it and you're cognitively drinking water, you're going to put the soda aside or the energy drink or whatever it is you're having. Mm-hmm. And you're going to stay hydrated throughout the day because whenever, so like me, whenever I'm drinking those three to five cups of coffee, which is very rare, but every once in a while. I'm not drinking I'm gonna keep any an water. Eye. I'm, I'm going to watch like a hawk. You're Mr. Not a, I go to McDonald's <laughs> without telling my wife and I drink half a pot of coffee. I'm uh, telling you. You're, you're the worst but, advertisement for what I do. Funny, funny story. So, Again? Yeah. Yeah. Not me this time, though. Who? What? Let's hear this. Our beloved son. What did he so, do? <laughs> he came in last night. With, with McDonald's? With a McDonald's bag. And I gave him that look, and I was like, you better not show your mom that. <laughs> he gives me the chuckle and walks back to his room. <laughs> I can't believe he went to McDonald's. And then he came back out and ate dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that kid, is he can eat anything and everything. But. You know, it's 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 a it's a balance. So Yeah, he's pretty healthy. It's, you know, he doesn't eat it's, it all the it's time. It's just an but. inside joke in our house, the McDonald's <laughs> thing. I don't know what it is with it, but it's just, it's... I haven't, I can't remember the last time I ate McDonald's. It doesn't mean I haven't eaten fast food. I mean, I eat plenty of fast food, right. but. I haven't had, it's, for some reason, it's especially bad. I haven't had it in a while. I used to have it, like, bi-daily or, mm-hmm. you know, a few times a mm-hmm. week. And it was just the go-to. And then once I actually found out what they put in everything. Mm-hmm. Then you started going to Burger King? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know. Then I switched to Whoppers. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, I, I don't know how people like Culver's. People really like Culver's. I, I'm i a Culver's lover, actually. I don't feel good about eating a butter burger or whatever it is. That you know sounds what? worse. The, the funny <laughs> thing is, is butter burgers is what took out my gallbladder, which eventually is what <laughs> no. led me into the world of wellness. Because uh-huh. the day that my, my gallbladder finally, like, took its final breath, it was, I had had a butter burger for lunch, oh, came no. home, and Isaiah made hamburger oh, gravy I, I thought I was off and the hook. Potatoes. I thought you were going to blame Culver's no. all the way. Hamburger gravy and potatoes. And I remember the gravy. Like, I could see the oil, mm-hmm. the grease, like, mm-hmm. floating on top of the gravy. Yeah. But at this time, it was winter, and so he, you know, our our bread and butter business doesn't run during the winter time. So he's at home a lot more. And so he was, like, trying to be helpful and make dinner. And I got home from work. After eating a butter burger, I eat this hamburger gravy that was just greasy. And but I put it down. It was it. I put it down, and then we made the decision to go to Culver's for a concrete mixer, which is like a blizzard, but yeah, like heavy, yeah. heavy cream with it. And it was that night I woke up in excruciating pain, yeah. vomiting, the shakes. I didn't know what was wrong with me. It wow. led me into urgent care where they're like, oh, girl, your girl butter is toast. <laughs> <laughs> you finally did it in. So 
as much as yes, you're right. But <laughs> they're not good. They're not good. But if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here today. Um, very, very side tangent that I can bring us back to water yes, with it. Okay. I actually watched like a mini. I don't know if you call it a documentary. It was more like a like a video essay on like soft drinks in fast food places. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's has the most serious approach. Yes. Yes, they do. Like there, there's a word for the taste of the water in specific regions. You know, like water from where you live before tastes different than the water here. And mm-hmm. McDonald's goes to extreme lengths <clears throat> to make sure that the water, as it gets filtered through their very expensive machines, mm-hmm. it tastes the exact same. No matter where you are mm-hmm. around the world, ah. it's going to taste the exact same. That's interesting. And their cups are made in a specific way because they have like the clear, the clear mm-hmm. plastic for some mm-hmm. reason and, and specific kinds of plastic. So the carbonation doesn't get mixed up. And it was just really weird. They do a lot. You don't think about it. No, and yeah. they, McDonald's is known is for like their food science is like yeah. the, the size of their straws and but it's a food the, science the ratio of their, their Coke syrup to their, <laughs> yeah. their whatever yeah. CO2. Yeah, their ratios. I mean, you go anywhere else. I mean, I have people that I have friends that work in restaurants and are like, oh, yeah, we just kind of like dump the bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then McDonald's is like getting yeah. perfect mixes. Absolutely. Like, it's pretty amazing. Well, actually, we need to do an episode on that because there's some cool stuff when it comes oh, to yeah. like how like fast food have have like programmed everything. Yeah, but, even just the, like the color, just being a being a designer guy, the color science behind the colors that they choose. Yeah. Yes, yep. yep. It's pretty crazy. We watched a documentary on that not too long ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it is wild. Facts, yeah. So and we're nefarious. almost out of time. <laughs> right, yeah. So before I leave, before we leave you today, we're, I, I wanted to touch on a couple points. When you are trying to drink more water, it is great to use the habit stacking method. Mm-hmm. So if you're drinking eight Red Bulls a day, don't say that you're going to not drink any Red Bulls and you're going to replace them all with water. Start with the habit stacking method of like for every, if I'm going to drink a Diet Coke or I'm going to drink a Red Bull, I'm going to consume four ounces of water prior to it and start that way. You know, and I've, as I've you done stick, that and a lot of times I don't enjoy the soda nearly exactly. as much. That's yes. the point. Yep. That's yeah. the point. So kind of start with your baseline of where you're at. If you're trying to increase your water, be realistic on what you're currently consuming. If you're only consuming 10 ounces of just pure water per day, then don't make your goal 120 ounces a day. Um, increase it by 5 to 10 ounces and keep increasing that on a weekly basis. Do very small approaches to it. You're more likely to stick with it and it's going to be sustainable versus, I mean, I, I go back and forth on water all the time on how much I'm consuming. And when I find that I am in constant dehydration, I'm just realistic and I say, okay, I'm finishing one 40 ounce, you know, a cup of water per day. So I'm just, I, my next goal would be 50 ounces or 60 ounces, something that's really attainable. Mm-hmm. Sticking with things like that is, is going to be better off for you versus coming out of the shoot and saying, go big or go home. Yeah. D- don't right. ever take the method, go big or go home with anything wellness. So I, I think just as an end point, another trick that's helpful is to make it, very accessible environment wise Mm -hmm. i found i just keep accumulating more thermoses and like stuff oh yeah you do (laughs) i'll just keep like they're the ones that like the ice is good for like a day and a half right yeah yeah i have multiple i have one in my office one in my bedroom one in the kitchen one in my car yep 
and it makes it a lot easier to drink more water that way when mm-hmm. it's wherever yep. I am. Readily accessible. Absolutely. When I, when I have just one, I'm super forgetful. I'm going yeah, to forget where it is. Yeah, when you have to pack it around all day, yeah. you're not going to do it. So I am yeah. the worst about it. Even Isaiah makes fun of me. Like, we have so many freaking tumblers. It's not even funny. It's a but ridiculous. I, and, and, you know, gross, full, full transparency. I don't know how long my cups go between washings. <laughs> Honestly, we've had, I had this conversation with my friends the other day. And we were laughing because they do the same. I'm like, well, when I'm picking stuff out of the top of the straw with my fingernail, yeah. Because it's built up from, you know, yeah, you get a meal and a drink. Then you I know wash it's cup. probably oh, time no. to wash it. But until then, like, oh no, they're nasty. So don't ever, yeah. wa- don't ever drink out of my cups. But uh, do whatever works for you. I agree it's, it's with mold, the method. Right? Yeah, you know, it's hydrating mold. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just me. It's immune it's not, system. Is real like big. I'm sharing with everybody. And so. Real quick, I wanted to point out too, as far as the gym goers, if you drink a glass of water before you go to the gym, your muscles will perform better because they're hydrated. You'll get a better pump mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll increase your strength because of it. So just a little FYI, it's not always about the pre-workout. It's about the water consumption. Absolutely. So that's a great point. A lot, a lot of people just dry scoop. Yeah. Miss the water in uh, that too. Dry scooping. <laughs> so nasty. That's like doubling down on the <laughs> right. deficit, right? So exactly. nasty. Yeah, don't, okay. don't dry scoop necessarily. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for coming on today and getting on the tangents of, I think we, we stuck to hydration pretty well, so... I'm, I'm I'm proud of myself. Yeah, we, we were uh, on point. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends who you think could use a good laugh and a health boost. Join us next week for more laughs, wisdom, and real life tips to keep you killing it softly in your wellness journey. Until then, this is Amanda Hansen signing off. Here's to healthier habits for real people in real life.